It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather. And he who controls the weather will control the world. The grand illusion so soon will burn. Steel structure high-rise buildings that reach well over 2,000 feet into the sky. Colossal cruise ships that are like floating cities. And on land, megacities built in rainless deserts. Massive jet airliners and personal mega mansions with 100% mortgages. SUVs fully equipped with cameras and TVs. The latest, greatest new cars that can often be acquired for nothing down, no payments, and no interest. 100-inch widescreen TVs and an electronic device in every hand. Eliminating the need for authentic social interaction and cohesion. What could go wrong? Anyway, there's no need to worry when the stock market Ponzi scheme is still being pumped up with printed money from thin air. Right? Who cares about a functional environment? Who cares about the tic-tac-toe grid patterns in the sky? That's just condensation, right? Roll up your sleeve and do what you're told. Pick up a Big Mac, fries, and a Coke, and then head to Wally World for some cheap throwaway goods. Everything's fine. Go back to sleep. That's what the controllers want. Pacify populations with endless bread and circus and the CV-19 scenario until we, collectively, hit the wall at full velocity. All of us are caught up in a planetary Truman show, and those that think the controller script leads to a happy ending need to radically re-examine the reality. How many even now are tenaciously clinging to the delusion that industrial so-called civilization is permanent? Such a notion couldn't be further from the truth. Collapse is already unfolding and accelerating by the day. You're listening to the Global Alert News Hour, the weekly one-hour commercial-free, non-political bad news broadcast. Yes, the light at the end of the tunnel is an oncoming train. The latest breaking bad news headlines in a moment. But first, how well the pandemic has served those in power, and in so many ways. Where would I start? This being said, the complex web of controller narratives is unraveling. They, the power structure, the money printers, are now more desperate and dangerous than ever before. Biosphere collapse has beat them to the intersection. The most alarming pandemic of all is the pandemic of Stockholm Syndrome. Summary, the majority of the masses blindly and baselessly believing that the controllers are actually trying to protect and preserve their health so that they and their posterity can continue to proliferate unchecked on a dying planet with rapidly dwindling resources. Question, as I have asked before, would such a conclusion make any sense coming from the same global controllers that have long since pushed for radical reductions in global populations. Think about that for a moment. The fear factor drives many to conform without any investigation whatsoever. It drives a wedge deep into society, even between family members. When alternative sources of information become too problematic for the global controllers, they will shut them down. At that point, likely soon, Populations will know only what the controllers want them to know. The truth will then become what the controllers say it is. And we are perilously close to that moment. Political pundits pose the question, quote, will democracy survive what's unfolding? End quote. 
Here's the wider horizon reality. If the human race remains on the current course, no one will survive the bottom line reality of biosphere collapse. Climate intervention operations are further fueling the process, along with contaminating every single breath we take. Far too many are still clinging to the delusion that technology will magically save us from ourselves. Again, I ask, how's that going so far? In fact, technology and the misuse of it is exactly what has pushed us all over the edge. Next stop, the bottom of the abyss. The problem is not lack of available information. It is a near total lack of public interest in even knowing the truth, let alone taking appropriate action because of it. Far too many still find it easier and more comforting to blindly wave a flag around to make known that they are a conforming member of the herd. Blind flag waving is not patriotism. It is, at this critical moment, a sign of unquestioning obedience to empire. Feeding from the corporate media trough of total deception and disinformation does not qualify as objective investigation. Question what drives populations to fight whatever war they're told to fight, to submit to the dictates of the controllers without the slightest objective investigation or contemplation. Here's what Mark Twain had to say on the matter. Man is the only animal that deals in the atrocity of atrocities, war. Man is the only one that gathers his brethren about him and goes forth in cold blood and calm pulse to exterminate his own kind. Twain further stated this, all war must be just the killing of strangers against whom you feel no personal animosity, Strangers whom, in other circumstances, you would help if you found them in trouble, and who would help you if you needed it. War has always served the agenda of the controllers. Here's a movie recommendation for a film that illustrates all that I've just discussed. The title is The Thin Red Line. This film moved me to the marrow. It's one of the most accurate portrayals of the hell on earth. That is war. This masterpiece, The Thin Red Line, was eclipsed by the film Saving Private Ryan, which was released the same year, 1998. And perhaps that was the agenda, to eclipse The Thin Red Line, so that less would actually view that film. War has always been a game for the controllers, and the game has many layers. Now, thanks to technology, there are silent weapons for covert, quiet wars. Connect the dots. Let's move on to some breaking bad news reports from last week. First, this from LiveScience.com and other sources. Society is right on track for a global collapse. So states a new study of an infamous 1970s report with the same conclusion. For the record, GeoengineeringWatch.org has been sounding the alarm on this exact conclusion for a decade and a half. Political talking heads will never mention the already unfolding collapse, rather They're tasked with pushing the controller agendas. The abrupt collapse of Earth's life support systems is the bottom line factor to all that's unfolding, including the CV-19 scenario. Climate intervention operations are further fueling all of it. Drought and deluge. The climate engineers can fry who they want and flood who they want. This is in no way a denial of human-caused damage to our once-thriving planet. We've been horrible stewards of planet Earth. But rather... 
it is to state that there can be no legitimate discussion about the climate from any perspective without first and foremost addressing the climate engineering elephants in the sky. Next headline. Fox News host Sean Hannity pleads with his viewers to get vaccinated. Hannity states, I believe in science. I believe in the science of vaccinations. Mr. Hannity, you believe in the science put out by power structure puppets like Dr. Anthony Fauci. But you and the rest of your kind continue to hide the climate intervention operations that are contaminating every breath we take, along with wreaking havoc on the environment on which all of our lives completely depend. About the true origin of CV-19, finally, a bit of truth is surfacing only because it has become impossible to hide. I'm no fan of the individuals disclosing this truth, but nevertheless, at least part of the truth has been heard. Listen carefully to the following statements by U.S. Senator Ron Johnson. Of course, uh, Dr. Fauci funded gain-of-function research. He can deny it all he wants. He can uh, have his staff, who are beholden to him for their jobs, uh, claim that somehow what is clearly gain-of-function research isn't gain-of-function research, but it was. He's culpable. He's lying about it. And uh, he needs to be held accountable for it. We've written uh, uh, letters to to Francis Collins, I guess his ultimate boss, the director of uh, NIH. Uh, We're getting no response whatsoever. So the the, the federal government, these federal health agencies agencies have to become transparent. And I, for one, really appreciate what Senator Paul did in that hearing to expose, you know, really really his equivocation on this, uh, uh, his lying about uh, what he did and didn't fund and his potential role in in the development of a, a chimeric coronavirus that is now infecting the world. Senator Johnson then went on to say this. Well, first of all, the evidence of this has been hiding in plain sight for months, actually probably for years. Uh, All people really had to do was take a look at it. And that's what is so disingenuous about uh, Dr. Fauci right now trying to disclaim any involvement in gain-of-function research. And quite honestly, I think it's pretty obvious, too, that this this coronavirus was was not naturally occurring. It was was man-made, this chimeric virus. Uh, Again, that has been obvious for months. So the American people deserve the truth. Really, the people of the world deserve the truth on this, and unfortunately, because of the cabal between social media, mainstream media, and our federal health agencies and big government, we're not getting the truth. The truth has been covered up for months, whether we're talking about gain-of-function research, whether we're talking about the effectiveness of early treatment. Senator Johnson correctly addressed indisputable facts of record that the CV-19 gain-of-function characteristic was, in fact, engineered which allowed CV-19 to jump to humans. This fact was reported in the science publication Journal Nature in 2015. Geoengineeringwatch.org covered this fact at the very beginning of the CV-19 scenario. And now, thankfully, such a glaring red flag can no longer be hidden. But again, I ask, will the facts matter to those that don't want or don't care about such verifiable facts because those facts conflict with their ideology, with their view of the world, with the lens through which they have chosen to see the world. We must clear the lens if we're to have any chance of changing course. With all that I've just stated in mind, should it be any surprise to anyone that Fauci stood on a podium in 2017 and stated, quote, there will be a surprise pandemic during this presidency, end quote. Shockingly, As I made mention of at the beginning of this broadcast, how many will continue to blindly trust the dictates of the same so-called experts that were responsible in the first place 
for the gift that keeps on giving. More headlines. From last week, five under-vaccinated clusters put the entire United States at risk. So says CNN and other mainstream corporate sources. The report goes on to say this. Clusters of unvaccinated people are what is standing in the way, they say, of us putting this virus down permanently. So said Dr. Jonathan Rainier, a CNN medical analyst and professor of medicine and surgery at George Washington University. Question. Who do you think is providing paychecks and pensions to these medical industrial complex puppets? The so-called experts that we're told we need to obey without question. The money printers, of course, are at the top. The central bankers, who are currently in control of the entire narrative. On that note, now this quote from Dr. Fauci himself, who continues to play his part of the script. Here's what Fauci told CNN. We know that if you give the virus the opportunity to circulate and replicate, you give it the opportunity to generate more variants. In quote. Dr. Fauci, again, who helped give it the ability, the gain-of-function characteristic that allowed it to jump to humans in the first place? Final statement from the CNN report. The fear is that the next variant might be able to outsmart the vaccine more thoroughly, causing problems even for parts of the country that have high vaccination rates. For those that are willing to face the truth, search and thoroughly investigate the true level of so-called breakthrough COVID-19 cases, i.e. the vaccinated coming down with CV-19. You won't like what you find. Let's stop for a moment to consider this historical footnote from 1977 on the subject of biological warfare. This is from the Washington Post and other publications. Quote, Army conducted 239 secret open-air germ warfare tests. The tests were conducted on unknowing and innocent U.S. populations without their knowledge or their consent. Think anything has changed? Think again. More breaking headlines. Mitch McConnell tells Americans to, quote, get vaccinated immediately, end quote. Another headline. In the U.K. and Israel, half of all people diagnosed with CV-19 currently have been vaccinated. Don't see that in many mainstream sources, do we? Another headline. Pfizer is the largest donor to a child doctor's group that suddenly demanded all kids over two wear masks at school. Fox is running the hen house from top to bottom. Another headline. Pentagon racks up $35 trillion in accounting adjustments in one year. Back to the money printers. People ask, who are they? Who are they at the top of all this insanity? What's happening in our skies? What's happening on the ground? All roads lead back to those who print the money from nothing. They control and game the entire system. They own militaries. Thus, they own countries. They own the military-industrial complex. They own the medical-industrial complex. Those who print the money. That's not hard to connect, that dot. Simply need to look at the wider horizon. Another headline. COVID pass, digital health passport certified by the United Nations, uses your biometric markers to, quote, facilitate safe return to global society. Make no mistake about it. What was is no more and will not be anymore. Not in any time frame that matters. If all human activity stopped tomorrow, all activity that's detrimental, devastating to the planet's life support systems, the equilibrium period would likely be in the range of tens of millions of years. Keep that in mind. Another headline. 
Irish ice hockey star resigns in protest over vaccine passports, states, this is total government control, end quote. Another headline, French face six months in jail for entering a bar or restaurant without a COVID pass. Another headline, mass protests erupt across Greece as government bans unvaccinated from public spaces. Another headline, Los Angeles announces it's requiring masks indoors again for everyone. The gift that keeps on giving. But don't worry, California has also approved a guaranteed income program for residents. Yes, that'll fix everything. Helicopter money from the central bankers to pacify populations until the brutal, bitter end. Another headline, federal lawsuit seeks immediate halt of COVID vaccines, cites whistleblower testimony claiming CDC is undercounting vaccine mortality. Only citing the headlines, up to you to investigate them. That is the purpose of this broadcast, to give the pieces of the puzzle that are necessary to investigate if any chance of a clear view of the wider horizon is to be gained. The report I just cited further states this. America's frontline doctors filed a motion to stop the use of emergency use authorization COVID vaccines for anyone under 18, anyone with natural immunity, or anyone who hasn't received, quote, informed consent. I think that's about everybody. The people I have talked to who rolled up their sleeve, didn't even know which vaccine they got, let alone have any idea what was in it. Another headline, over 13 million Aussies to be in lockdown, fully vaccinated student tests positive. They're going to lock down 13 million Australians because of an event that small? Does that make any sense? Depends on which side of the fence you're on, doesn't it? From sciencealert.com, this, let's blame it on nature. That is part of the programming that goes on from those who completely control the narrative. This from last week, ancient 15,000-year-old viruses identified in melting Tibetan glaciers. Just nature, isn't it? Headlines like this are designed to compel populations to fear nature, designed to make populations believe that the now endless waves of pathogens coming at us are all from nature. Just nature being bad to poor defenseless humans. What a mass deception. Mainstream so-called science sources don't dare mention the hundreds of biolabs all over the world that are tasked with engineering exactly the types of pathogens that are being blamed on nature. Connect the dots. About elements that make us sick, that cause an endless list of human diseases and degeneration. Aluminum is core. What is the primary element named in climate engineering patents? To be sprayed in highly toxic nanoparticulate form, in disguise around the world. In fact, by the world's most recognized geoengineer, Dr. David Keith, the stated goal of putting 10 million tons of aluminum nanoparticulates into the atmosphere annually as part of solar radiation management operations. And if you view the geoengineeringwatch.org documentary, The Dimming, you can see me confronting Dr. Keith at an international geoengineering conference after he made the proposal of putting 10 million tons of nanoparticulates into the atmosphere. And when confronted about... Had any toxicological effects been done, human or environmental, his final statement, paraphrased, is this, no, could terrible things happen tomorrow, we don't know. What kind of a statement is that from the world's most recognized geoengineer? These people don't care about the consequences of their actions. They don't care at all. The power structure is now taking drastic steps to cover up the truth on this subject. The following headline is a harbinger. Leading scientists brought to his knees by Gates and Big Pharma, also the controllers that should be in that headline as well. 
From that report, Dr. Christopher Exley is the world's leading expert on aluminum toxicity. Keele University, Power Structure Controlled University, has made the internal decision to terminate Professor Christopher Exley's research position at the university. Exley has been told that he has to leave the premises by the end of August. This move by the university will put an end to 35 years of aluminum toxicity research by not only Professor Exley, but also his entire team. For the record, Dr. Exley and his team published peer-reviewed science study that proved without aluminum in the equation, there would be no Alzheimer's or dementia in the normal human lifespan of 100 years. Aluminum is core. And about organizations like the Alzheimer's Foundation that will not allow anyone to talk about this issue. I know that firsthand, as I've stated before in previous broadcasts, I tried to pay for a donation to the Alzheimer's Foundation for an informational booth at one of their events to disclose the aluminum factor. I was denied that booth. I was threatened with arrest when I showed up to distribute that data anyway. They backed off because they didn't want to make an even bigger issue out of it to get more publication. We have members of the aluminum industry sitting on the Alzheimer's Foundation board. Again, Fox is running the hen house from top to bottom in every conceivable way. The controllers are desperately trying to cover their tracks, desperately trying to eliminate any conduit by which populations can gain a better understanding of what's being done to them. Unfolding global climate collapse is being further fueled by the highly toxic climate engineering operations with elements like those I just described, starting with aluminum, and there's much more still. Glyphosate, still used everywhere, despite evidence it causes cancer and other illnesses. You can walk into Home Depot or Lowe's and there's pallets of it sitting everywhere. Turn on your TV and the commercials are, if you've used this and now you have cancer, you can sue. Just like the pharmaceutical commercials, how many of those do we see where we will see a list of a new pharmaceutical with a list of side effects that's so incredibly alarming, you can't imagine anybody would actually utilize this product. And the next commercial is an attorney's group stating if you took last week's pharmaceutical, now you have cancer or some debilitating disease, you can sue. And the whole parade of insanity goes on and on and on. Biosphere collapse, again, will remain the bottom line. It's fueling everything else. The human race, taken as a whole, has treated the planet with unimaginable contempt, and the reckoning is now here. Let's look at biosphere collapse from the New York Times and other sources. Scorched, parched, and not insurable. Climate change hits wine country. Sunscreens on grapes, toilet water that is treated and then used for irrigation. Winemakers are taking extreme steps in the face of climate change. Very futile steps, I might add. If we remain on the current course, we have precious little time left on this planet. Just giving examples. Another biosphere collapse headline. Historic drought in U.S. West will persist through October. Understand, that's not a prediction. That is the scheduled weather. Who does all the weather modeling for the National Weather Service and NOAA, the nation's weathermen? The nation's weathermen that have an illegal federal gag order on them? Raytheon does all their modeling. Geoengineering contractor Raytheon. Again, foxes running the hen house. All of it connected to those who print the money. Another headline from the UK Daily Mail. Dubai makes its own rain to tackle 122 degree Fahrenheit heat. Drones blast clouds with electrical charge to produce downpours. Again, as I've stated in so many broadcasts, the radio frequency microwave transmissions are used to manipulate the atmospheric particles that have been seeded into cloud moisture. When you can manipulate the particles, you can manipulate the precipitation. Depending on the frequency, these particles can be brought together to form a larger condensation nuclei to make it rain. 
perhaps deluge, or the particles can be repelled in every direction to disperse the rain as we have on the U.S. West Coast. The geoengineers control the spigot. From this report, the UAE's cloud seeding operations are part of an ongoing mission to generate rain in the country. When the drops merge and are big enough, they will fall as rain. I just covered that, didn't I? U.S. ski resorts in Colorado, however, reportedly use the method to induce heavier snowfall, along with forms of chemical ice nucleation also being used in weather modification. It was also used ahead of the 2008 Beijing Olympics opening ceremony to create a downpour elsewhere and keep the stadium dry. How clear is this with any form of climate modification? If you affect the weather in one place, you affected it for the entire chain downstream. You can't engineer over your own country without affecting the entire world. That is why we say with absolute certainty, all major powers and all satellite countries are either actively or passively colluding and cooperating on the climate engineering issue. And certainly all available data makes clear the same is true with the CV-19 issue. Another statement from this report on Dubai. The former USSR used cloud seeding to prevent radioactive fallout from Chernobyl nuclear disaster in 86 from reaching Moscow. They made it rain out. That's how much control they have over the climate. And we have meteorologists, so-called experts, pretending that what we can clearly see in our skies is not actually there. We're not really seeing what we're seeing, even though it's exactly what all the climate engineering data describes, including the materials that are falling to the ground, destruction of the ozone layer, which is an extinction-level factor by itself. We're told that none of it's really happening when all of it is actually happening. Another headline from last week. Russia using climate engineering to fight forest fires... From that report, Russia has revealed they have been using climate engineering technology to trigger rain clouds to help fight the inferno. An inferno that climate engineering helped to create in the first place by cutting off the rain in the first place, by creating high-pressure heat domes in the first place to steer upper-level currents. This is the insanity of climate engineering. Layer upon layer of increased applications to try to mitigate or compensate for the damage that climate engineering did in the first place the true definition of insanity, but the admission to climate engineering operations is clearly stated in this report, and yet how many continue to deny, continue to try to marginalize anyone who dares to acknowledge the climate engineering elephant in skies all over the globe? Another headline from last week, scientists were stunned by last week's rare Arctic lightning storms. From that report, forecasters hadn't seen anything like this ever before. These electrical storms threatened boreal forests fringing the Arctic as they sparked fires in remote regions already baking under the round-the-clock summer sun. This plugs into the previous report I just covered. When you scatter these electrically conductive particles and you saturate the atmosphere with them, they create a tremendous amount of static electricity, of friction. They are electrically conductive and they dry out the atmosphere because they are desiccant particles. So you have much more dry lightning. These particles are incendiaries. They settle to the planet, coat forest foliage in the forest floors, further fueling the fires. They're toxic in the rainfall. They affect root systems, killing trees from the bottom up. They destroy the ozone layer, which is releasing immense UV radiation, which is frying the trees from the top down. From every conceivable direction, climate engineering is completely connected to the epic wildfires that are occurring all over the globe. Please search the engineering wildfire section on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.com. Another headline from last week, Met Office issues first UK extreme heat warning. Yet another example of the high pressure heat domes created by ionosphere heaters covered in previous broadcasts. Another headline, apocalypse hits Siberian city as heat wave sparks forest fires. Again, same scenario being carried out all over the globe. 
Another headline from last week. Is this the beginning of runaway global warming? No. That happened about two decades ago. We passed the point of no return about two decades ago, and now it's manifesting at blinding speed. Another headline. Canadian farmers state the crops just stopped growing. Photosynthesis, for the record, stops at 104 degrees. It slows down up to that point, and the scorching UV radiation is frying plants, causing them to shut their stomata, their respiratory ports. They can't breathe. They can't feed. They can't uptake carbon. They can't grow. Happening to trees, the same. Vapor pressure deficit also not enough humidity in the air over these droughted out regions. Again, a result of climate engineering, the desiccant particles they disperse, and high-pressure heat domes. Another headline from last week, from the bottom end of the world. Historic crop losses as severe frosts hit Brazil. Chemical ice nucleation for weather modification. Please search the engineering winter section on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org. This is one of the primary tools in the climate engineering toolbox to seed cloud moisture with chemical ice nucleating elements that create a cold, dense layer of air that descends to the ground and wreaks havoc with agriculture and ecosystems. Last week from CNN, this. Wildfires have erupted across the globe, scorching places that rarely ever burned before. Another headline from last week, deadly floods hit central China. Again, climate engineering completely disrupting the entire hydrological cycle, further fueling drought and deluge scenarios. Another headline from last week, deadly floods hit central China. From that report, across social media, videos show the severity of the flooding, including in the subway system where many of the confirmed deaths are thought to have occurred. On the same theme, from Bloomberg, and other sources last week, New York City subways seem likely to flood as storms rise from climate change, it states. The city's capital program will spend $4.6 billion during the next decade for sewer improvements, according to the report. Good luck with all of that. You can't hold back what's coming. And in 10 years on the current course, it won't matter because we won't be here. Not short of a complete course correction. Another headline from last week, climate scientists shocked by scale of floods in Germany. From that report... Deluge raises fears human-caused disruption is making extreme weather even worse than predicted and still zero acknowledgement of the climate engineering elephant in the equation. On that note, let's consider the following quote from Bernie Sanders. He stated this, To anybody out there that thinks that climate change is not real, I beg you, Sanders says, just open your eyes. We're seeing more and more climate disasters every day. Sanders goes on to say this, We must come together and take on the existential threat of climate change. Bernie, How about if you open your eyes? How about if you acknowledge the climate engineering elephant in this equation, which is the single greatest climate disrupting factor of all? And that's saying a lot because I recognize all the others. Every single form of human activity that disrupts the energy balance of the planet is a problem. I fully recognize that. I'm asking everyone else to recognize that too because too many people are trying to convince themselves that climate engineering is the only problem. And that is not true. It is not true. But it is the single most disruptive factor Mathematically, statistically speaking, it is the greatest and most immediate threat we collectively face for many reasons, including the highly toxic elements being sprayed into our skies. Climate engineering is the greatest and most immediate threat short of nuclear cataclysm. And all the while, the weather makers continue to completely cut off any and all rain from California, and they can do so for as long as they choose. Thousands of wells are drying up throughout the once golden state. The taps are going dry, and it's going to get worse at blinding speed. How long has geoengineeringwatch.org been trying to warn about this exact scenario? Search engineered drought catastrophe target California. We have been trying to warn for the entire length of our existence. What happens when the water completely runs out and thus the food? 
This headline from last week is a harbinger. South Africa is a war zone of starving rioters. Ponder that one, because the Mad Max reality is coming soon to a location near you. What else is the global military-industrial complex up to besides waging covert weather warfare on unknowing populations? This headline from last week, Biden tells the world, quote, U.S. has achieved its goals in Afghanistan. What goals exactly, Mr. Biden? Freedom and democracy at gunpoint? It's about resources for empire and has been for 100 years and in nearly 100 countries. And this headline from last week, fallout from the same Afghan interpreters for U.S. military abandoned by U.S. government. No surprise. Same as happens to our military men and women once they're done. Cannon fodder for the military-industrial complex. When will that fact be acknowledged by Americans that blindly wave their flags and apparently don't care about the vets? And I worked as a volunteer trying to rehab horribly disfigured Vietnam vets. I cared. I gave to DAV for 20 years and VFW for 20 years. And though I will always care about these veterans, it doesn't change the fact that they were, again, used for cannon fodder, for empire. Another headline, same theme. War games on, despite pandemic. Threat to Great Barrier Reef. Also very disturbing to me. I've been on two private dive expeditions to the Great Barrier Reef. There's almost nothing left of it now, and they're going to blow up the rest. From that report, a U.S. expeditionary strike group and 17,000 Australian, U.S., and foreign troops will engage in combined land, sea, and air war exercises. According to Stars and Stripes, for the first time, there will be live fire training. What a great idea. Let's blow up what's left of the Great Barrier Reef. Another headline from last week that's worthy of noting. World War III fears as China threatens to nuke Japan on eve of Olympics if... Japan intervenes in Taiwan conflict. Again, consider and remember, whatever the surface conflicts, all major powers and all satellite countries are colluding and cooperating on climate engineering and the CB19 scenario. It cannot be otherwise. Final question. How do people in foreign lands feel when the U.S. military machine has laid waste to their country in the name of freedom and democracy? Perhaps the same as I feel as I see the ongoing death of the once-thriving forests that surround my home, my off-grid home in Northern California, because the U.S. military and private defense contractors continue to completely cut off the flow of precipitation. And that's not opinion. That's satellite image-proven fact. Many more frontline breaking reports in a moment. Reports that cover the converging catastrophes that are rapidly closing in on all of us. First, I want to express my deepest gratitude to each and every individual that's doing their best to stay informed, to wake others with credible data from a credible source, and by doing so, helping to turn the tide of insanity. Thank you for making your voices heard in this most critical effort to sound the alarm. It's our collective actions that can yet make a difference. This is Dane Wigington. You're listening to the Global Alert News Hour, episode number 300. And 11, July 24th, 2021. This is the bad news broadcast, but it's critical information that covers the issues we must face if we're to have any chance of changing course. This non-political, commercial-free, frontline news broadcast is brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org and paid for by geoengineeringwatch.org. This news hour is broadcast on AM and FM stations in Northern California, Washington State, on the East Coast, in Alabama, Chicago, San Antonio, Texas, Tampa, Florida, San Francisco, Sacramento, San Diego, and now in Portland, Oregon, Denver, Colorado, and Columbus, Ohio. 
I want to express my deepest gratitude to all those that have helped geoengineeringwatch.org expand our voice to so many major locations. Those that have helped in this effort know who they are. If you know of any radio source that might be willing to pick up the Global Alert News broadcast, let us know at geoengineeringwatch.org. We will make our broadcast file available to them for free. Our only goal is to sound the alarm. Recordings of this broadcast can be found at geoengineeringwatch.org under the recent top stories and radio sections. The latest geoengineeringwatch.org awareness-raising printed materials can be ordered from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org for our approximate cost of producing and shipping. Our only goal is to sound the alarm as quickly and effectively as possible. The recently completed geoengineeringwatch.org documentary on climate engineering titled The Dimming conclusively proves climate engineering operations are ongoing. This groundbreaking documentary is now posted on the top center of the geoengineeringwatch.org homepage. Please help us to overcome social media censorship and to expose the insanity in our skies by sharing the link to this groundbreaking documentary that fully exposes the ongoing climate engineering assault. Sharing the link for the documentary directly from the geoengineeringwatch.org homepage through email, again, helps us to overcome the attempt of the controllers to censor the dimming documentary and geoengineeringwatch.org data as a whole. Back to the front line of the battle, next headline from last week. Wildfire smoke sweeps more than 2,500 miles across the U.S. This is exactly the result that is sought by the climate engineers. If you want to thoroughly understand that conclusion, backed up with hard data, take the time to search and view one of the most important short video reports ever produced by geoengineeringwatch.org. Search Wildfires Serve Geoengineering Agenda. Please help us to share and circulate this most important report from geoengineeringwatch.org. And there's that pesky ozone layer collapse problem, which by itself poses a near-term existential threat near term as in this decade on the current course climate intervention operations are the single greatest causal factor in that equation as well what are some of the ramifications if you think fukushima and chernobyl were bad with no ozone layer not only do the planet's life support systems collapse but the first strong coronal mass ejection i.e solar flare will shut down electrical grids around the world causing nuclear power plants to overheat melt down times 440 existing facilities. Game over on planet Earth. Climate intervention operations are another one of the controller gifts that keeps on giving. These are just a few examples. There are many more. The controllers and corporate media are doing their best to distract populations from all of it until total collapse, which draws very near. The walls are closing in from every direction. All is connected. A factor that should always be remembered and considered. But all the while... Power structure-controlled experts are assuring us that we just need to roll up our sleeves and everything will be fine. From theconversation.com and other sources, this from last week. Quote, most COVID deaths in England are now among the vaccinated. Here is why they say that shouldn't alarm you. Listen to this. Try to digest this doublespeak. They state the fact that more vaccinated people are dying than unvaccinated people does nothing to undermine the vaccine safety or effectiveness. What? They continue, in fact, it's exactly what we'd expect from the excellent vaccines, they say, which have already saved tens of thousands of lives. The report then goes on to provide elaborate explanations as to why we should all, again, roll up our sleeve and get injected, even though recent statistics make clear in the UK, most of the recent COVID deaths are now among the vaccinated. 
Question. How many versions of CV-19 did the controllers have at their disposal? We'll soon enough find out. Another headline. Even the New York Times just admitted the CDC may be broken beyond repair. This report states the actions of the nation's health protection agency throughout its COVID-19 response does not bode well for its ability to steward the nation through future catastrophes or even more ordinary public health issues. For the record, the CDC is a power structure controlled entity, nothing less. The bankers, the money printers, they own corporate media, they own big pharma, the medical industrial complex, the military industrial complex. They own universities that are used to program populations toward a propensity of compliance. The list goes on. And here's the question. With Earth's life support systems unraveling and resources rapidly waning, is it reasonable to believe that the controllers themselves are actually trying to protect and preserve exploding human populations so that they can continue to consume what's left till there's nothing left, even for the global controllers? Is such a conclusion even remotely rational? What is rational is this. Anyone contemplating getting the injection, any one of the injections, they're all lumped together now, aren't they? The mainstream media and official sources just call it, quote, the injection, as if they're all the same. They're all different. They're all experimental. They all received emergency approval. That fact is commonly swept under the rug. And if the FDA just puts a rubber stamp on it and approves it without just cause, will mandates for these what should be experimental injections then become implemented? Again, it's rational for anyone who's even considering this to thoroughly investigate, starting with the Verisite, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reaction System. The statistics are truly shocking with figures of mortality that are well into the five-figure range. Injuries reported far higher still. And for even more shocking statistics, search the European Union database, which is the Endura Vigilance database. Again, those statistics are far more shocking still. And you won't find a single corporate media outlet reporting on these governmental statistics, as this must be the most censored information on the planet. Not only will you not find this information reported on corporate media, you will find the fact-checking sources for the power structure, trying to, quote, debunk these statistics by stating that the presence of these reports does not prove, quote, causation. Like my father-in-law and my stepfather, both in critical care within hours after receiving their first injection, both in the hospital for a week, neither one fully recovered yet, and neither event was acknowledged by the medical industrial complex as being a vaccine adverse reaction, even though neither of these individuals had ever undergone such a rush to the emergency room for anything in their already long lives, hours after the vaccine, and not acknowledged as a vaccine reaction and not reported as such. How many of these events are being completely swept under the rug? Unfortunately, even among vaccine recipients themselves, who in too many cases seem inclined to deny a vaccine reaction, no matter how directly the reaction correlated to the injection. Because to acknowledge it is to face the very real possibility that they have made a grave mistake. Denial is epidemic. We're drowning in a sea of it. Such is life in the planetary asylum. 
Here's another late breaking report from last week. The CDC, Centers for Disease Control, quote, corrects number of reported mortalities after COVID vaccines by dumping foreign reports of these mortalities. That shouldn't come as any surprise. Foreigners don't count anymore for these statistics. That's one way to reduce the number of mortalities being reported to the CDC. Here's another headline from last week, same theme. Experts warn of, quote, huge risk as Moderna launches COVID vaccine trials for pregnant women. Very alarming information in that report. The vaccine maker is launching a clinical trial to assess safety of its vaccine in pregnant women, despite 133,000 pregnant women having already received a COVID vaccine prior to the trials, with, again, often catastrophic results. I'll leave that up to the listener to investigate for themselves if they have the courage to do so. And this, COVID-19 vaccine victims and families was a private group on Facebook that was banned after reaching 73,000 members. It compiled many stories of injuries, reactions, and deaths after victims received the COVID vaccines. Facebook banned the group, citing misinformation and content against Facebook policies. And what are Facebook policies? Anything, everything that in any way disputes the official narratives, the official propaganda. We are now living in a police state, and it's going to get much, much worse. They may shut off all ability for any of us to communicate, to share information, to sound the alarm. That's what's coming. No matter what unfolds, it's always imperative to keep eyes to the wider horizon. The mad push for Max Vax is ultimately not about profit. It's about biosphere collapse. It's about reducing the human strain on the planet. Though there are, of course, disaster profiteers at work in this equation, the wheels turning in the background are far larger and far more nefarious. Those in power believe it is not only their right, but they believe it is their responsibility to decide who continues on and who doesn't. But no matter what agendas and objectives are being moved forward, biosphere collapse will remain the bottom line factor. Climate intervention operations will remain the single most destructive and deadly component in the equation. The atmosphere is being used for an experimental physics lab, while the fallout is turning the planet into a weather-ravaged, toxic wasteland. Here's a follow-up headline from last week. The mystery plague that is killing countless birds in nine states and Washington, D.C. has gotten a lot worse. From that report, large numbers of birds are dropping dead from a, quote, mystery disease throughout much of the eastern half of the country. And scientists still have absolutely no idea why this is happening. Keep in mind, they are paid to have no idea what's happening. Just like they're paid to pretend that climate engineering isn't filling our skies with highly toxic elements especially when there's chemical ice nucleating operations going on, and that is centered in the eastern half of the U.S. lower 48, as I've stated in broadcast after broadcast after broadcast. The most anomalously less warm region in the entire world for the last nine years running is the eastern half of the U.S. lower 48. Why? Because that's where the majority of Americans live. And if you can confuse and divide them as to the true state of planetary meltdown, if you can mask it from them for as long as possible... It helps to pacify populations until the moment 
of impact, the moment of collapse. The report continues. They have tested the dead birds for a host of unknown illnesses, but those tests have not revealed the cause of this plague. I guarantee you they are not testing for the known toxic elements in climate engineering operations, not testing them for being exposed to extremely powerful radio frequency microwave transmissions that are also a part of the climate engineering operations. More from the report. We are being told that a lot of the affected birds appear to develop neurological problems, and many of them go completely blind before they finally die. What a horrible death for such an unimaginably beautiful creatures. The mystery illness, as it's called, has spread to more states than first acknowledged. This plague, at this point, The list of affected areas includes Washington, D.C., Virginia, Maryland, West Virginia, Kentucky, Delaware, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Indiana. If authorities are unable to find a solution, question, will this plague eventually spread across the entire nation? Something other than a disease could potentially be causing this plague. Exactly. Don't think for a moment that those in power don't know exactly what's going on in this equation. And there are boots over many necks to make sure that the causal factor is not disclosed. Literally tens of millions of tons of toxic elements are being dispersed into our skies, and at every opportunity, official sources blame it on nature. Another headline on that front from last week. Dense clouds of Saharan dust spreading all over Europe and all over the Atlantic Ocean. The Saharan dust story. I'm not saying no dust blows from the Sahara. But what I'm saying is when you have satellite imagery that clearly shows aircraft dispersions of climate engineering elements occurring over these regions, there is much more to the equation. And we know they are not looking for these elements in any official test. First, they look for only large particles, PM10 or larger in most cases. And we have been told, for example, by the California Air Resources Board Scientists, I've been told to my face and by California EPA that they are mandated to test for specific particulates and the rest of the samples go out the window. You can't find what you're not looking for. The entire system is designed this way. And the particles for climate engineering are far smaller than what any of the official monitoring systems are designed to detect. They are exponentially smaller. In many cases, a hundred times smaller. You can't catch a minnow in a tuna net. That's the equation we have here. And it's all by design. Another headline from last week, same theme from AccuWeather.com. Mentioned this earlier, wildfire smoke sweeps more than 2,500 miles across the U.S. The report states the smoke spread up to 2,500 miles downwind of the locations of the wildfires due to the fact that smoke particles are small and light. Connect that with what I just stated. They can be transported hundreds, if not thousands of miles away from their source. They can be transported around the world, in fact. The hotter the fires burn, the higher these particulates are lofted, and the more they assist the climate engineers with the atmospheric loading of particulates to achieve what amounts to a temporary cooling effect of an artificial volcano. And they add to this mix with their particulates. We know this. We're not guessing. Geoengineeringwatch.org captured with time-lapse film Massive geoengineering aerosol disbursements directly over the smoke plume on the Paradise Fire. Shocking aerosol dispersions right over the top of the smoke plume and likely many objectives being carried out. When we know many of these elements are incendiaries, why would the climate engineers be 
conducting such dispersions, again, directly over these fires, encouraging the listener to decide for themselves after an in-depth objective investigation. Again, start with the Engineering Wildfire section on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org, and please research and help us share. Wildfires serve geoengineering agenda. That is a very complete report and outlines just how far the smoke is traveling from these unprecedented wildfires. It is traveling clear to the top of the world, and we have science study that states the, quote, benefit of wildfire smoke for temporarily cooling the Arctic. Is that not the definition of insanity? To destroy some of the planet's last remaining life support systems in the attempt to mask the severity of planetary meltdown slightly longer. More headlines on the unfolding northern boreal forest burndowns from the New York Times and other sources last week. As frozen land burns, Siberia fears, quote, if we don't have the forest, we don't have life. Consider we are perilously close to what is known as a BOE, a blue ocean event in the Arctic. This means a total breakup of the Arctic sea ice at the end of the summer melt season. When this occurs, the planetary meltdown will go exponential as formerly frozen methane deposits thaw and explode into the atmosphere where it fans out and covers the planet like a layer of glass, trapping heat over a hundred times more efficiently than CO2 over a 10 year time horizon and the climate Intervention operations are making it all worse overall, not better. Final headline from Bloomberg. Quote, we are right to worry about nightmare climate scenarios. No, no more need to worry. It's here now. And for the record, there can be no legitimate discussion about climate anything without first and foremost acknowledging the climate engineering factor in this entire equation. So many choose to feel that if they can't be given a magical solution that guarantees them a happy ending to the story, they then choose to believe they have no reason or no responsibility to even try to make a difference for the better. So many then choose to turn two blind eyes to the wider horizon and convince themselves that it's okay to just continue on with focusing only on their own pursuit of personal pleasure and material gain. Such a path is a form of moral bankruptcy, nothing less. If our child fell into a raging river and we knew we had very little chance of saving them by leaping in ourselves, would we refuse to even try? I can't. I won't take my last breath with such a cloud over my conscience. The only unshakable foundation of solace is in knowing we've done our absolute best to do our best, to do our part, to make a difference for the better, no matter how great the odds were against us. But no matter how dark the horizon, if we collectively stand together against the gathering storm of insanity, we may yet make a profound difference for the better even at this late hour. There's only one way to find out. Let's stand together and rise to the occasion. Search the activist suggestions link on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn specific details on how you can help in this all-important battle. Share credible data from a credible source. Make your voice heard. Make every day count. Until next week, stay safe, stay strong. This is Dane Wigington with geoengineeringwatch.org.